1: This is The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. Follow me on social media at Rocco Kelly Radio. R-O-C-C-O-C-E-L-L-I Radio. And follow the show at The Sports Angle on your favorite social media platform. Overrated quarterbacks in the NFL. There's always been this debate, this conversation, this discussion... And it can lead one of two ways. If you're an analytical type of person, then you love to bash the players that are towards the bottom when it comes to passing yards and passing touchdowns and touchdown-to-interception ratio. Well, that's not the sports angle. For anyone who's listened to this show long enough, you will know that I am not a fan of analytics. That... Analytics don't tell you the full story. The eye test tells you the full story. So if you're going to use the eye test, and you're not just going to focus on analytics like 90% of people when having a sports discussion, then who are the overrated quarterbacks in NFL? Who is entering the 2020 season the quarterbacks that I believe? your host, Rocco Kelly, are overrated. Let's go down to Detroit because they have a veteran quarterback who has been there now for 11 years. And yet analytics and that analytic community loves this guy. Fantasy football uh, owners love this guy. But I don't. Matthew Stafford has been with Detroit his entire career. And from an analytical perspective, and I used to be this type of guy, he was the quarterback that would get you 4,000 yards. He was the guy who would get you 30-plus touchdowns in a season. Okay, He was reliable from an analytical side. But has anyone ever watched a Detroit Lions game with Matthew Stafford? Has anyone watched a fourth quarter game with Matthew Stafford lately? Matthew Stafford, when you use the eye test, is overrated. He gets a lot of his statistics very early in a game. Okay, his statistics fluctuate back and forth, and at the problem with Matthew Stafford, and the problem that I have is what has he done lately? Like, people love to mention how 2011, he had, you know, 4,500 yards. He had all these touchdowns. Yeah, that was nine years ago. People love to mention that he has made the playoffs three times. Oh, that's really good. You haven't made the playoffs in nearly four years. And Matthew Stafford, you are one of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the NFL. But your production, in terms of eye test, should it back up that statement? When it comes to the Detroit Lions, well, unfortunately, they are the Detroit Lions. So winning is sparingly ever brought up when it comes to D- Detroit. But Matthew Stafford and the problem that I have with him is that his playoff record: 0 and three. His eye I t- test the last three seasons. Matthew Stafford has gone down. He isn't the same quarterback he was when he first got there. When he was in the early 2010s, Matthew Stafford was a really good quarterback. But I hear Detroit Lions fans, they brag about this guy. They talk about how he is an elite quarterback, how he's a top quarterback in the NFL. But I don't see it. He makes a lot of costly mistakes. Late in games, he makes very bad decisions when he has been in the league for 11 years. You also have to address the fact that Matthew Stafford has been injured multiple years now in a row. That Matthew Stafford can't stay healthy for a full 16-game season. And more importantly, the Detroit Lions are paying him to be an elite quarterback when, realistically... He's not even the best quarterback in his division. He's not even his second best quarterback in his division. Now, I'm not going to put him as the worst quarterback. I'm a Bears fan. I'm not going to deny where the Bears are. But Kirk Cousins and Matthew Stafford, you could realistically make the argument that Kirk Cousins actually has more upside in 2020 than Matthew Stafford does. That Kirk Cousins has made it to a playoff game In the last four years, unlike Matthew Stafford, that Kirk Cousins somehow has actually won when it comes to down the stretch, when it matters the most. So Matthew Stafford is the first person on my list of overrated quarterbacks in the NFL. The second quarterback, there is someone on Fox Sports that loves this guy. He's an analyst who, whenever he talks about this quarterback from New York, he has nothing but positive reaction to this guy. And that's Sam Darnold. Okay, Sam Darnold is a quarterback who, yeah, he's, only, he's very young. In fact, he's one of the youngest quarterbacks in the NFL. So this could obviously change. But the reaction the media has given him is why I'm putting him in the overrated category. I have watched Sam D. Arnold last year. I watched one game of him all the way from start to finish. And I've seen his highlights. I've seen the highlight reels of Darnold. And the problem I have with him is that once again, because he is young, he makes a lot of bad decisions. That he makes a lot of impulse reactions where one moment he thinks someone will be wide open, he'll chuck it to him and won't realize that there was a defender five yards down the field and he's going he's gonna to intercept it. I remember the Sam, the Sam Darnold game where he, it, like, it felt like he threw 14 interceptions in a game. It just seemed like, you know, he... Hut! And, oh, okay, I intercepted it again. All right, race the hut to hut! Oh, wait, it's going the other way again. Like, he is still a very young quarterback. In fact, he's barely into his mid-20s, so obviously this could change. But for right now, I'm putting him in the overrated category because the media hypes him up, especially that analyst from Fox Sports. And more importantly, they have him on this pedestal as this young, up-and-coming quarterback when the New York Jets haven't done anything in the two years he's been there. The New York Jets have struggled with him as the leader of the team. And more importantly, they have more issues on the defense with Jamal Adams to worry about than they do. They have their starting quarterback. And the final quarterback I have on the overrated column for 2020 is a two-time Super Bowl winning quarterback. What? What? Oh, oh no, you're not going to do this, Rocco, are you? Yes, I will. The final quarterback I have on my overrated list is a quarterback who, despite being in not one, not two, but three Super Bowl appearances, hasn't done it now for officially 10 years. A quarterback who every single year since 2012 has gotten worse. A quarterback who... His wide receivers, they didn't want to put up with him. His own city has kicked him out of bars because he didn't want to pay a tab. And more importantly, a quarterback who over the years can't stay healthy. And I'm talking about, from the Pittsburgh Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger, for the first eight years of his career, was one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, hands down. But has anyone noticed that his last six years in the NFL, Ben Roethlisberger is not the same quarterback anymore? Ben Roethlisberger, his age is showing. His arm has declined. And more importantly, his relationship with Antonio Brown. His relationship with Martavis Bryant. His relationship with Le'Veon Bell. Ben Roethlisberger has had a problem with all of his stars over the last four years. And he made an argument that they need to be with him, that they need to learn under Ben Roethlisberger and his leadership, while not realizing the irony of, at the beginning of his career, he wasn't that leader. That when he first started out in Pittsburgh and they were winning all those Super Bowls, he wasn't the guy in the locker room that was banding people together. In fact he was the guy in the locker room. That was causing a lot of problems. For his team. But the biggest argument. I have for Ben Roethlisberger. It's not the injuries. It's not the fact that he is regressed. That his arm is no longer. As strong as it was back then. The problem I have. With Ben Roethlisberger. Is the Steelers fans themselves. Steelers fans. Look at him on a pedestal. Steelers fans still think he's this elite quarterback from eight years ago. Well, Steelers fans, I have to break this to you. Ben Roethlisberger is no longer a superstar. He's no longer elite. He is, at this point in his career, an above-average quarterback. If there is someone who says he's an above-average quarterback, then I absolutely agree. But Steelers fans still put him as this elite quarterback in the NFL. They still have him as this quarterback who is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And he's not that guy anymore. That is why I put him in the overrated category. Not for his Super Bowls at the beginning of his career. For what he has done now. This is The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. We'll be right back.
2: Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for LegalShield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet, you decide. This is Sal Tozzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why listen to the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV or stream the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus and we prove it every day.
3: Protect your money from the next market crash with gold and silver. Call now for your free gold
0: guide. 800-755-4281. 800-755-4281. 800-755-4281. That's 800-755-4281.
1: This is The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. Go to our website, thesportsangle.com. Check out all of our articles that we post frequently and our featured guests. For everyone listening on KIOF 97.9 FM in Las Vegas, KSIX 95.1, 96.1, and 1230 AM in Corpus Christi and the greater Houston area, Talk 1490 WIRB in South Alabama. You could go to our chat on AMP TV, double AMP TV, and you could discuss the show live with your host, Rocco. In fact, let's go to the chat right now because I want your voice to be heard. Let's go to the comments.
0: Here on the chat, Amp TV, double TV. Roth has not been good. Uh, Roth has not been a good player since his accidents. His injuries are showing.
1: Considering that accident was actually the beginning of his career, I'm gonna defend him for one second and then I'm gonna bash him like 10 seconds later. He actually won a Super Bowl a year after his motorcycle accident. If I believe that is what this person is talking about, the motorcycle wreck he had, where like he crashed his bike and he hit somebody and all that. Okay, so that incident happened around 2007, if I remember correctly. So he actually won a Super Bowl a year later. He made another Super Bowl appearance two years later. I don't think it's the accident that's causing him to decline. I think it's simply father time. And everyone who has ever watched sports, you will know this statement. Father time is undefeated. Like, Sonar, I guarantee you've heard this before. It doesn't matter how great a baseball player you are, how great a boxer you are, you know, basketball, football, hockey, even auto racing. You know, if you're a great driver, whatever you are great at, you have an expiration date. You have a moment. Where father time, you know, just kicks you below the belt and says, all right, your time is up. All right, now let's move on to something else.
0: Well, I can and- defend the um, I-, I can defend the the chatter here and and say at, at this late stage in anybody's career, all of their in- injuries are showing all of their injuries are kind of uh, compiling and piling. up. Exactly. And the cracks are starting to show. So, uh, so I do, I, I do kind of see where they're getting here. So, uh, so don't don't beat on them too bad.
1: Okay, let's take that into account then, and then let's say it like this. All right, if the injuries are piling up from all his shoulder injuries and knee surgeries and everything he's had in his career, fine, let's go with that. But what I'm mentioning is that father time is undefeated. It's happening to Ben Roethlisberger. I know it's happening to Philip Rivers right now. And people don't want to admit this, but hey, Green Bay Packers fans, it's happening to Aaron Rodgers. You're not seeing it, but Aaron Rodgers is going to have that moment where, you know, Father Time pats him on the back and says, hey, you've had a great 15-year career, but, you're, but it's time to, you know, start to decline just a little bit. I mean, it's happened with Brady. Like, Patriots fans don't want to admit this and absolutely Buccaneers fans don't want to admit this, but Tom Brady regressed last year. Just watching him play, there were certain passes he could not execute. There were certain moments where younger Tom Brady would have gone down the field and done X, Y, and Z, as opposed to now where he can't do certain plays anymore. That he can't execute certain things as quickly as he used to. His timing is a little bit different. His elusiveness and his speed, his reaction time, is a little bit slower. That is what father time is. Father time isn't, oh, you immediately get old and you abandon the league. No. What it is, is if you are starting to regress as a quarterback, your, your reaction time gets slower, your... You know, your quickness, your agility, your elusiveness, especially when it comes to your accuracy, is going to start to decline just a little bit as opposed to what you were at the beginning. And Sonar, I know for a fact that you understand where I'm going with this. It's, it's happening to Brady right now. It's going to happen to Rogers. It happens to all great quarterbacks, but that's father time. It's undefeated. You can't avoid father time unless you retire early. That's a discussion for another time.
0: Well, there's two ways to go about it. So you you either, um, if, if you get to the point where you are going to retire out instead of nobody picks you up or you retire on, on your own terms. So th- it's one of those things. You, you're either going to uh, steadily taper off and and maybe over the course of three four seasons, you just kind of uh, it's a steady incline. You know what I mean? Some of those guys that, right. that kind of um, that kind of just go. They just they just taper uh, down. And I think that's the direction that uh, Roethlisberger is going to go. Is I don't think he's just going to give up. I think he's slowly going to degrade. Um, granted, yeah, his past is behind us, but we gotta, we gotta remember that it was a good past. Um, and of course and that's his, great. his
1: eight years, mm-hmm. I said this, his eight years, his first eight seasons in the NFL, he was hands down one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, exactly. but those first, those first eight years, uh, ended in 2012. So it's been eight years from when he was in his prime, yeah, but so that's I okay. Think-
0: so I think he's going to be one of those quarterbacks that that tapers over the next three seasons or so, and then eventually he's going to be like, you know what, I'm just going to hang it up. I, I've done it. I, I it's getting it's getting hard for me, etc. And then there's there's greats that I think Brady is going to do this. Brady is going to work like a lithium battery, where it just goes and goes and goes and goes, and, goes and then all of a sudden you're like, you know what, I'm out of juice. And I think that's where Brady is going, and I think that's where. Tampa Bay is hoping that he'll that he'll go instead of Tampa getting Bay a, is hoping uh, for exactly. That. instead of getting a tapered Roethlisberger retirement uh, strategy, they're hoping that Brady will just go and go and then give it up and kind of hang it up like Montana versus Roethlundsberger and um, Favre, maybe? But Favre jumped, but he's still tapered in his, uh, in his ability.
1: Yeah, Favre was actually a perfect example. He tried to keep going. He tried to keep going. He got injured in 2008. He tried to keep going. He tried to keep going. And then he had that career-ending uh, hit in 2010, and it caused him to retire. Like, there are certain quarterbacks then this is the sad truth, and for anyone who doesn't want to listen to this, I, I'm going to have you listen to it anyway. There are certain quarterbacks who are going to keep playing until they have that one hit, until they have that one moment that just hits them right in the face where it's like, I can't do this anymore. Like It's similar with Joe Montana. You brought up him. Joe Montana had all those injuries in the, in the early 90s. In fact, that's why Steve Young started playing for the 49ers. Montana got hit by Leonard Marshall uh, when it was the 49ers and the Giants took him out of the game, and then he really didn't recover after that. Like, yeah, he, he did play certain seasons afterwards, but you could tell that that hit, that one hit, caused his career to regress a lot. And I believe the Tom Brady that we're watching now is slowly starting to regress. Obviously, he's still a good quarterback. I'm not saying he isn't. What I'm pointing out is that he is in his 40s. He's going to be playing for Tampa Bay now. Don't be surprised if there is, just like what happened with Favre and just what happened with Montana, there will be that one hit. There will be that one moment where it's it just pops into his mind where it's just like, I can't do this anymore. Because it it happens to all the greats. They eventually have that one moment in the NFL that is a slap in the face in terms of reality where it's like, oh, I'm no longer that quarterback. And it's similar to Matthew Stafford. I mentioned that his first nine years, Matthew Stafford was a a good quarterback in the NFL. Now he's on year 11. And his last two years in the NFL, he has been lackluster. His last two years, he's been injury prone. And his last two seasons, Matthew Stafford has regressed as a quarterback. He's no longer the guy that can get Detroit an average season. Okay. They can't get them their average seven and nine, you know, their occasional eight and eight in Detroit. He's no longer that quarterback. That's why I put him in the overrated column. I put Big Ben in the overrated column for his performance now, not what he did in the past. Sam Darnold, I put him in the overrated category simply because of an an analyst on Fox Sports. Uh, There's an analyst on Fox Sports who hypes him up to the moon. And I'm not going to apologize for this. I don't think he's that good. I believe he has the potential to be good, but I don't think he is that good. If you want historical examples of what we're talking about, well, let's talk about two quarterbacks who, in my mind, had, thanks to one of the greatest defenses in NFL history, were overrated, in my mind. And we'll do that in the next segment here on the Sports Angle. I am your host, Rocco. Follow me on social media at Rocco Kelly Radio, R-O-C-C-O-C-E-L-L-I-Radio. And follow us on social media at The Sports Angle on your favorite social media platform. We'll be right back.
2: Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business the american business trust company has the answers you need the american business trust company can help you with startup capital business strategy sales and marketing and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet you decide you bring the idea the american business trust company can help with the rest This is Sal Tozzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why listen to the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV or stream the show live at
3: thesportscircus.com.
2: Remember, folks, it's a circus and so we prove it every day
3: Protect your money from the next market crash with gold and silver. Call now for your free gold guide. 800-755-4281, 800-755-4281, 800 755
0: 800.
2: Buying a home can feel like navigating uncharted waters. Redfin agents can help. They'll answer your questions with honest advice so you know exactly what you're getting into. They'll also help you tour as many homes as you want and show you what it takes to make a winning offer. With a Redfin agent on your side, you can sail straight to your dream home. Local expertise from Redfin. That's real estate done right. Tour subject to property and agent availability. Virginia Office Falls Church VA, 844
3: 7732
2: The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle, is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast.
3: The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's.
1: Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo
0: meal. 755-4281. That's 800-755-4281.
1: This is The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. We are live on AMP TV, AAMP TV, where you can go to chat and discuss the show live and have your voice be heard on air. Everyone listening on KIOF 97.9 FM in Las Vegas, Talk 1490 WIRB in South Alabama and the Florida Panhandle. And CBS Sports Radio, KSIX, 95.1, 96.1, and 12.30 a.m. In Corpus Christi and the greater Houston area. Towards the end of the last segment, I talked about how I was going to do a historical overrated quarterbacks in the NFL. There are two quarterbacks that immediately come to my mind when it comes to overrated QBs of all time. Before we do that, let's go to chat on Amp TV. Let's have your voice be heard. Let's go to the comment section.
0: We've got just some residuals here with Uh Rothlinsberger's Rothlindsberger. uh, problem is his self, his ego
1: is Kong size. Ego is always a good and a bad thing. I've always explained ego like this. There is healthy ego, and then there is unhealthy ego. It's okay to have healthy ego. In fact, when you are an actor, an athlete, an entertainer, a broadcaster, whatever you are doing as a profession, everyone in life has an ego. They have something that they are good at, and they know that they can do it. That's healthy. But what is an unhealthy ego is when you take that um, talent and you take that attitude and you make it all about yourself. You make it about, okay, I'm the best in the game. Or, you know what, I need to get paid more because I'm the best here and here. When people start having that attitude, that's unhealthy ego. Like I genuinely believe that everyone in life has an ego. If you're great at something, you have an ego. You know you're good at it. But a healthy ego doesn't have to keep telling you that you are good at what you do. They just go out and do it. That is the difference. And yeah, he has an unhealthy ego. Okay, he sits there and he talks about leadership and how they need to follow him. It's hypocritical. At the beginning of his career, he was that arrogant, cocky quarterback who was, you know, causing problems in the locker room. So the older he has gotten, he tries to change his mentality and try to make himself look like a noble person. But people in the NFL world, they know what type of quarterback he was. They understand the attitude he brought into the league. And that is why people aren't going to follow him. That's why a lot of Steelers players, in my angle, doesn't they don't want to listen to him. Because they know what he was at the beginning of his career. They know the arrogance and the ego, the unhealthy ego, that he has had throughout his whole career. Let's get back to our conversation about historic quarterbacks. About quarterbacks who are overrated. And when you do historical context... Here is the criteria of how I made sure that I used this the right way. When I made my criteria for overrated quarterbacks from a historical context, did their defense carry them or did they carry the defense? Were they the reason they won or was it their defense that helped them win a Super Bowl not And the first quarterback who immediately comes to mind, the first quarterback that's immediately on my list, is actually from my favorite team. My favorite team, for anyone who doesn't know, who just joined in for the first time, are the Chicago Bears. Okay, I've been a longtime Bears fan, been a fan since I was a kid, and I am not shy to say that Jim McMahon is an overrated quarterback. He had, without a doubt, one of the top three defenses in NFL history. You go take a look at all the lists. You have all of the stat sheets, whatever you want to use. The Bears are always there. The 85 Bears have gone down as among the greatest of all time. Bears fans know it. NFL fans know it. Even Packers fans hate to admit it, but they know it's true that that 85 Bears was a special team in its own right. But who was the leader of the 85 Bears? Was it Jim McMahon? On the offensive side, was it Jim McMahon that carried the way? No. It was a guy named Sweetness. Now, for most uh, NFL diehards, you know who this guy is. He is considered one of the greatest running backs to ever play the game, and that's Walter Payton. In my opinion, he is the greatest quarter, greatest running back of all time. All right, Walter Payton, in my angle, is the greatest running back to have ever played the game. It's not Barry Sanders. It's not Emmitt Smith. It's not Jim Brown. It is Walter Payton. Okay, the way that he would he would break off moves, break tackles, the way that he would run headfirst into a situation, that made him one of the greatest running backs to ever play. But Jim McMahon was the quarterback for those 85 Bears. And a lot of people like to mention Jim McMahon as an all-time great. He played in San Diego for a little bit. And he really didn't do much there. He played with Chicago for a couple of years. And you know what? He did a good job for what he was being told to do. Jim McMahon did a really good job in Chicago under the circumstances. They didn't pay him to be the guy. No, Walter Payton was the guy. They told Jim McMahon, okay, don't turn the ball over. Give it to Walter Payton and let him do his thing. And he did a really good job. But the reason why I have him in the overrated category is because that Super Bowl win In 1985. That's Super Bowl 25, That was the defense. That defense only allowed eight points against the New England Patriots. The Chicago Bears, they lifted up Mike Ditka and Buddy Ryan. Why? Because they were the two main catalysts for it. Okay, you had Richard Dent. You had Wilbur Marshall. You had Mike Singletary. Okay, there were plenty of players I'm forgetting. Dan Hampton... Uh, Steve McMichael. I mean, there's so many names I could name off the top of my head. The point I'm making is that the 85 Bears were not won by Jim McMahon. They were won by that defense. If they didn't have the 85 defense, they're not going 15-1. If they don't have the 85 Bears defense, they're not going to dominate the Super Bowl against Tony Eason and the New England Patriots. You have to think the defense, not McMahon, for those accomplishments. And you have to fake Walter Payton to be in the face of the offense during that time period, not Jim McMahon. It is similar to the next quarterback on my list. I talked about a current Pittsburgh Steeler that's going to go in the Hall of Fame. Well, let's talk about the other Steelers quarterback who's in the Hall of Fame. That I have in the overrated category. A quarterback who once again. He had among the greatest defensive players of all time. At, on his team. And I'm talking about Terry Bradshaw. Now most people in my generation know Terry Bradshaw for being an announcer. For being an actor. For not being an NFL quarterback. Go look at his highlights from the 70s and 80s. Terry Bradshaw, I'll give him credit. He was a good quarterback. But once again, what was my criteria? My criteria was, did the quarterback win the championship for him? Or was it the defense that won the championship for them? And there is no argument that can be made That it was Terry Bradshaw that led the Steelers dynasty. It was Mean Joe Green, Jack Lambert, Jack Ham. You had Mel Blunt, you had Donnie Schell, who just recently went to Hall of Fame. Congrats, by the way. The Steelers defense is considered one of the greatest of all time. In fact, you normally put them as number two, they are the top two defenses of all time. You got the Steelers, you got the Bears. You have them up there at the Ravens. They're always up there in that conversation of the greatest defenses of all time. I don't put Terry Bradshaw on the list because he wasn't a good quarterback. I put him on my list of overrated quarterbacks because he didn't win the Super Bowl by, uh, by him. He won the Super Bowl because he had One of the top two defenses of all time. Just like Jim McMahon. He didn't win the Super Bowl. He wasn't the main contributor. This Brairs defense was the main contributor. Same with Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer didn't win the Super Bowl. The Ravens defense won the Super Bowl back in 2000. So that is the difference between my overrated all time and overrated currently. Overrated currently, I look at their current, what they're doing right now, all, all time I look at, did they win the Super Bowl or did their defense win the Super Bowl? This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. We'll be right back.
2: Do you have any questions about legal issues have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do do you have a will or power of attorney question is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand for freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. This is Sal Tozzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why listen of the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV or stream the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus and we prove it every day.
1: This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. We are live on AMP TV, AMP TV. We can go to chat and discuss the show live with your host, Rocco. We could talk about overrated quarterbacks all day long. We could talk about this for hours. There's more NFL news. There's more NFL discussion that we can discuss here on the show. And it's the fact that, the, that FedEx, the company FedEx, has demanded and has pretty much threatened to remove their name from FedEx field if the Washington Redskins don't change the name. That if the Washington Redskins don't comply and change their name from what it is now, FedEx will leave. And you might be asking yourself, Well, why would they do that? Considering that one of the main shareholders in the Washington Redskins is actually the chairman of FedEx. A lot of people don't know that. Why would FedEx, who's had a long-standing relationship with the Washington Redskins, change their mind now? Is it a guilty conscience? Is it a change of heart? Or is it... Political correctness. Is it that because of all this politically correct world we live in today, FedEx has decided we need to jump on this wagon and we need to be politically correct too? Now, Sonar, I know that we've had back and forth conversations over this entire week about certain political topics here on the show but with FedEx wanting to basically threaten the Washington Redskins and saying, "Hey, if you keep your name, we're backing out." Would this be a big enough deal for the Redskins to really change their name or would they call their bluff? Would the Redskins say, "Okay, that's fine. Uh hey, Re- Reebok, you want to come uh, be on our uh, could be on our field? Hey, Adidas, you want to come sponsor our our, our club?" Oh, hey, Amazon, you want to be a sponsor? Like, well, I, believe, I believe the Redskins are going to call their bluff, especially with a chairman of FedEx being a shareholder in the company of the Washington Redskins. Well, like, I, I'm, I'm not buying it.
0: I would agree on that if it was behind closed doors. Already, FedEx is getting pressure to change and leave and everything else from the outside. So outside of uh, uh, the third party, outside of uh, the Redskins and FedEx, uh, the the team and them, there's third party interaction already. So I think when you make a bold statement like that, you have to stick by it. Because here's the outcome, is if uh, somebody says, no, I'm not going to change it. FedEx is now Set in a very tough predicament On if he, they pull Completely out and They call the bluff okay now we've got To do it or They do it because they've also got The social media and I guess uh, Court uh, uh, a Court of public opinion behind Them as well
1: Absolutely but if I'm the Washington Redskins If I'm Dan Snyder I'm going to sit up at my desk. I'm going to, you know, put some files together, put them in the center of my desk and say exactly this. All right, you want to back out. All right, one second. Oh, hey, Amazon, Uh, you want to come sponsor our field? All right, we'll pay, okay, this much, uh, this much for uh, 10 years. Perfect. All right, have a nice day, FedEx.
0: But just to tell you where the culture is right now, I just had to permit the term Redskins in our chat so that people could talk about the Washington Redskins. So, I mean, that right there tells you where where public opinion is at. So, what do you do? And when you make such a public bold a statement, like right now in front of millions of people if i said i'm gonna have pizza for lunch if i don't have pizza for lunch i just lied in front of millions of people right here on air i let it now out would
1: be FedEx.
0: exactly would be FedEx. but if i turn around and say hey rocco i'm thinking about having pizza for lunch and i don't have pizza what i let one person down or i mean it's it's that kind of thing that you've broadcasted it to the entire planet and have given the team an ultimatum. That is terrible. You should never give somebody an ultimatum because nobody wins regardless of it. They either get strong-armed into doing what you t- what you told them to do or they don't do what, what you asked them to do and now you're mad at them ultimatums are ridiculous and there's absolutely no compromise.
1: There are two ways this could go around. But like in my angle, my angle here, that there's only two options. One, that the Redskins call their bluff and they say, go ahead, remove your name. And the Redskins actually do it and they just go find someone else. Or, and this is the scenario I don't want to happen, Is that the Washington Redskins have to appeal to political correctness. And they have to change their name. And I've heard the replacement of what they want the name changed to. And Sonar, you're going to get a kick out of what I'm about to do next. They're thinking about changing the name to... Warriors... Come out to play. Hey, the Washington oh. Warriors. Come on, man.
0: How is that not slightly better?
1: It's but come on. They had to come up with like the least original sports team name. Like if you're in a beer league, you call it the Warriors. If you're an NBA team, you call them the Warriors. If you're going to create a team on MLB, the show, you, there's even an option to call them the Warriors. Come on.
0: Now now granted, okay. Washington Warriors absolutely cookie cutter factory team name, take buy it off the shelf, but they're they're trying to make a pivot. Like even if it's sideways. I mean granted yeah this is absolutely the most vanilla in the box name but there's a reason why it's a cliche man the warriors the washington warriors right there is already the alliteration and you know what two w's now the uh uh, uh world wrestling Fe- uh, federation now has a person to sue just like they got sued by uh, the wildlife guys
1: Oh, yeah. The World uh, World Wildlife Federation who sued the World Wrestling Federation. They had to change their name. Right. Absolutely. It's kind of similar, and this is a weird comparison, but stay with me. It would be like the Cleveland Indians changing their name to the Cleveland Wahoos. Like, it's still technically the same. You're basically saying the exact same thing. You're just replacing Indian with Wahoo. Like, If you're going to change it from the Redskins to the Warriors, you're pretty much saying the same thing. You're just removing the derogatory name from the Native American community.
0: Exactly. So right here is an example of a compromise where people can still say you know what we had the tradition of the redskins now we're the warriors we're essentially synonymous with the two but one of them is not a buzzword or a derogatory term another one is an uplifting term everybody wants to be a warrior let's be a warrior That right there. Nobody turns around and says, "I ran around and you know what? I wanted to be a redskin." No, everybody wants to be a warrior. Come on, I didn't paint my face with the with the lines and and those those black under under the eye lines. I didn't do all of that because I wanted to be a derogatory term. I did it because I wanted to be a warrior.
1: All right. Well, then, okay. let's go back to the baseball. If they changed it to the Cleveland Wahoos, would you be for it or against it? It's another politically correct question. Absolutely. Because because here's
0: the thing. Uh, Again, you go back to what what does that community think is a derogatory term? And if they are offended by one and then they are not offended by another, which one should you use? I mean that's really what it is if they if like you said they are synonymous with each other which one should you use just to, you know it's it's a fellow person that that like it's it's like if if we made a team of the 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 Indian Honkies or the the Indiana Honkies you know what I mean nobody would want to have that that's, that we would turn around and say hey wait a minute you can't you can't have that or the, the, the Washington White Breads. Like, we can't have that out there. We would turn around and say, look, uh, I would much prefer Warriors. I appreciate the alliteration of White Bread and Washington. But I, let's go Warriors because everybody wants to be a warrior.
1: All right. If we're going to go even deeper to this, I mean, what about the Atlanta Braves? Are they going to be re- renamed the Atlanta Chops? What about the Kansas City Chiefs? Are they going to be renamed the Kansas City Scouts? Uh, What about the Chicago Blackhawks? Are they going to be renamed the Chicago Wolves? Like, there are all these teams that have Native American ties, even though some of them actually don't, and I'll explain that in a little bit. But there are certain teams that have, according to people, Native American ties. But are we going to change every team now? Are the Braves going to be renamed, the Indians be renamed, Chiefs be renamed? Like, come on!
0: It depends. It, it really depends, man. There are a lot of things that evolve in our language, and a lot of times, words and names and nouns and things that we call stuff evolve. I mean, you no long you no longer call your uh, uh, the place that you put your clothes a shiferove. A, 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 a see, even then, a robe. You never call it that anymore. You call it a dresser. The Chesterfield. You don't call it that. It's a nightstand. Like, like we've got we, we, we change and Look, evolve in language. obviously the
1: language changes, but here is the problem that I have, and this is my overall angle. Don't change the name. Don't cave in and tell FedEx. All right, I'm going to call your bluff and let's see if you actually change the name. Because if they do change the name, this is what they should change it to. They should change it to now introducing the Washington Politically Corrects. That is the name they should change it to. That's a perfect place to do it. If they, if they, for some reason, change the Washington Redskins name, you change it to the Washington Politically Correct, the WPC. There you go. That is the perfect name if you're going to change it. But I'm not for it. I'm against it. This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. So long, everyone. These are the sounds of someone taking their eyes off the road. Texting while driving is more than distracting. It's dangerous. Do yourself a favor. Do us all a favor. When you're on the road, stay off the phone. A message from CTIA.
0: The only thing better than grinding all night for
3: your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast the perfect pickup deal there's a deal for every morning at mcdonald's
1: right now taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage mcmuffin with egg for just 250 price and participation may vary cannot be combined with combo meal get ready to cheer on team usa sign up for xfinity internet and get a flex 4k streaming box free and peacock premium included can your internet do that
2: Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Peacock subscription required.
1: Xfinity, proud partner of Team USA.